Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 49 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, help us lean into you and your word today. May we receive the message you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is up to in Luke chapter 5. He was standing by the Sea of Galilee where people were wanting to hear him teach when he saw a couple fishing boats. One was Simon Peter's and he got into Simon's boat to continue teaching. When he finished, he told Peter to put his nets out. Well, Peter was weary. He'd worked all night and had nothing to show for it. Interesting how God takes care of those circumstances. He'd cleaned his net already and was done for the day. At least in his mind, he was. He whined for a moment, but ultimately obeyed Jesus' command. His obedience reaped huge blessings as he caught an abundance of fish. Again, interesting, from nothing to an abundance. Initially, Peter was frightened. He recognized he was a sinner and asked Jesus to leave him because he didn't feel worthy. But Jesus comforted him as he always would. And then he and James and John left their jobs, their positions in life, and followed Jesus. You know, many of us are tired and have done all we think we can do. But the Lord is telling us to keep going. He's telling us to push in and give it one more try because he has a use for us and tremendous blessings await. This is where we step into the miraculous. When our strength is gone, God steps in with a miracle. In our surrender, he is able to do what we cannot. Another miracle is recorded in this chapter by Luke. A man with leprosy is cured. The man fell at Jesus' feet and told him if he was willing, he could heal him. Well, of course, our Lord said he was willing. He was always willing to heal, restore, and comfort those who needed it. And he is still willing today. Let us lean into the Lord instead of hesitating. Hesitating to ask for what we need because God is willing. Jesus was becoming quite a celebrity by now and everyone wanted and needed what he had. Our verse, verse 16, tells us he withdrew to the wilderness to pray. At this point, he was tired. He needed rest and quiet and to pray, to be restored just as we need rest and quiet and prayer to be restored. Well, there's something amiss happening in 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Paul writes to the church about someone who committed incest, a son with his father's wife. He again writes about arrogance and pride, and he tells them the person should be expelled from their fellowship. In verse 6, he writes, do you not know that just a little leaven will ferment the whole lump of dough? Remember, leaven represents sin. So Paul is letting them know that when sin is allowed, there's generally more to follow. So he recommends expelling the person from their church. Let's see what's happening in Exodus chapter 7 today. We start out in verse 1 with, this is the law of the guilt or trespass offering. It is most holy or sacred. So now we are looking at the regulations or rules regarding the offerings, the where, the who, and the how. If the instructions weren't followed specifically as God set out, then there were drastic repercussions to the one who failed to follow them correctly. The phrase, that person shall be cut off from his people, was used four times when referring to the person who erred. Verses 37 and 38 say, this is the law of the burnt offering, the cereal offering, the sin offering, the guilt or trespass offering, the consecration offering, 
and the offering, the sacrifice of peace offerings, which the Lord ordered Moses on Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to offer their sacrifices to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Well, I have a newly discovered admiration for Moses, who was chosen as by God as an instrument to convey all these instructions to the Israelites so they could be considered holy by God. It reminds me that Moses was, although an Israelite, raised with the best of everything, including education, as an Egyptian prince. God has a plan for everything and everyone to serve him and glorify his name. Moses was used mightily here. Chapter 8 is a chapter of action. God told Moses to call all the people together and anoint everything in the sanctuary and the priests with oil and offer all the burnt offerings to sanctify and consecrate Aaron and his sons. So Moses did all the things we have just read about to sanctify the sanctuary and the priests so they would be clean and holy before God and could serve as God had called them to serve him. The sanctification and purification process took seven days to complete. Verse 33 says, and you shall not go out of the door of the tent of meeting for seven days until the day of your consecration and ordination are ended, for it will take seven days to consecrate and ordain you. And it was done, as Moses said. Well, let's see what's happening in Psalm 49. A lot is actually happening here. Many words of wisdom are in this psalm. The psalmist writes about the people's attempts to save themselves. Everyone meets death, including the wise and the rich. But he compares the two, the wise and the rich, in this psalm. It initially appears the wealthy man is above calamity. But his pride, confidence, and contentment in earthly things will fail him in death, while the person of understanding and wisdom will be saved by, from death. Verse 15 says, but God will redeem me from the power of Sheol, the place of the dead, for he will receive me. Selah, pause and calmly think of that. He ends the psalm writing, the man with the money and the honor is like an animal without understanding. Let's seek to understand the secrets of the kingdom of God. For when we discover them, God opens his door to us both now and for eternity. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for sharing the secrets of your kingdom with us. Open our hearts and minds to learn more and love you more each day. Thank you for loving us so much that you count us worthy to learn of you and your son. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.